The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Welcome to a absent minded extra. And just as Lou Vega said, we are picking at number five in the 2023 entry draft. And it's not that highlight of a morning when I woke up and put on the kettle and made my instant coffee uh, before going to work where I could have jumped with joy seeing Montreal at number one, but rather sort of expected fifth, sixth place. Um, I wouldn't say it's the best solution where, where we could have had, but I think that it is still a very good player that will come to Montreal uh, in July. Uh, very, very interesting to see how it will go. And, and it is, let's be honest here, it is a very interesting selection of, of players available. If we look at the top five uh, right now, it will be Bedard, Fantilli. Um, I know Mackenzie has, has uh, Smith as number three. Personally, I don't. You have Matvey Mechkov that if he wasn't Russian uh, and uh, didn't have that kind of a contract, he would probably challenge uh, for, for a second spot on this uh, draft roster anyway. Um, and then you have Leo Carlson, who is undervalued because he hasn't played center in the SHL, a professional league. Uh, which makes uh, Smith stand out maybe because he has played center. We know that Carlson is seen as a center down the line. And on top of that, uh, yeah, those are the five. And, and I can't really see something dramatic happening for um, in the draft to make, well, let's be honest, one of those three, the later three, Smith, uh, Carlson, or Mechkov will be a Montreal Canadian. I can say that with 99% certainty. It will have to be something very, very dramatic uh, and a trade, most likely, to make sure that one of them isn't. I, I think that Montreal will keep the number five spot. I can't really see them trading down unless there is a really good value somewhere uh, where, in, in a player that they have watched and are certain can succeed and maybe benefit the team directly. Because this is the, this is what, what you're thinking about right now. The player you will get at number five might not impact Montreal Canadiens come next season. If we take a look at it, and, and let's write off the obvious one first. Matvey Mechkov, I've said it on other podcasts, I've said it on, on, uh, on our own podcast as well, that uh, talent-wise, he's up there. He has an incredible skill. Uh, he would be number two, as I said in the intro, uh, in regards to talent, skill, um, and all that. Mm, the fact that he's Russian and the Ukraine war is ongoing, 
He has a contract that is massive uh, for SCA in St. Petersburg, which is a good development program as well. Um, th this and, and he can't be brought over until the 26th, 27th season, right? And this means that he can fall to Montreal for obvious reasons, but he will not be an impact player next year. I can see, and I'm, I'm, I'm keenly aware that I haven't watched uh, Smith uh, as much as I probably should have before making this episode of the absent-minded extra. Uh, but, but Leo Carlson, he will not be an impact player at NHL level next year. I'm certain of it. Uh, he will play NHL next year. That I'm also certain of. Uh, because the team that drafts Leo Carlson will most likely bring him over to North America, play him in the AHL, and maybe give him a couple of games either at the start of the season or at the end of the season just to see what he's going for and, and how he can adjust or have adjusted and what show him what he needs to improve on to become a very, very good NHL player. That's for sure. Uh, the, the, what, what has a lot of people thinking Leo Carlson might fall to fifth is the fact that he hasn't played center on paper in Sweden this year. He has taken shifts as a center um, in, in, uh, in SHL. And I think that is uh, something that many forget, especially people that are not watching SHL as much as I do, just as I don't watch NCAA as much as other people do. So, so I think that will be a, a determining factor. Uh, we also have uh, the fact that he was an outstanding player for Örebro in the playoffs. He was the second best producer. He was one of the top producers uh, in, in the whole of the playoffs. So you have to give him credit where credit's due. He's adjusted to a pro game. He's ready, in my eyes, to go to the AHL to showcase himself, to transition into that center position for real and... and show people with his vision, with his IQ, with his physicality, that he can lead a team and, and you will have a very, very good player. I don't see uh, some comparisons that has been out there, has been pretty wild. I can see him as a Philip Forsberg kind of player and you want that kind of player. I think that's a very, very good comparison. I wrote that in my, in my preview uh, on Eyes on the Prize. I think that is a very, very good comparison. It will take a year in the AHL, most likely, and then he's ready. He will play in the NHL. A team will put him there. I can see the same thing with Smith. Will Smith is, in my eyes, recency bias right now. Uh, he had a very, very good under-18s, uh, outstanding player, a bit shorter, a bit smaller than, than Carlson. Uh, everyone screams size. Carlson is bigger. Uh, he's also played against grown-ups, or, or more grown-ups at least than juniors because he's played in the NCAA. He's a Hobie Baker winner. Great player. Um, I don't think he has the same vision. He has other skills compared to, to Carlson, so you, you have to consider what's going on here. Uh, but, but let's face it. He will be a great player, I think, I'm not sure about his contract status with the NCAA. 
and uh, or his commitment to the NCAA for next year. Uh, I think that's uh, something that has to be looked into. I wouldn't mind him playing for another year. We saw what he did to Cole Caulfield. We saw what he's done to Sean Farrell. I think Will Smith might benefit from another year in, 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 in the NCAA as well, much like Owen Power did as well. Um, so, so fair play. Uh, this is another player, depending on what he does and, and what he chooses to do, um, it will give him an opportunity to develop and, and that development path might lead through the AHL or the NCAA. We will see, but that's where it is. So all three of them are very different players. Uh, interestingly enough, I spoke with uh, one of my uh, former colleagues at SB Nation, J.D. Young. He's now doing the Locked on Sharks podcast. He's doing some of the uh, work for... Uh, San Jose Hockey Now, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he, he had a really good thing when we look at the, the potential draft order. And he, he I'm quoting him here, what he sent to me. Um, I think uh, they, they, San Jose, will think very hard about um, taking Mitch Kov as number four. Greer has already said that he isn't worried about um, Mechkov not coming over until 2026. So San Jose would pick an upside in that regard because I have Mechkov higher than Carlson when it comes to talent. Like pure goal scoring skills, Mechkov is off the charts. Uh, we've seen it on international level before the, the, the Ukraine war started. We've seen it uh, when he moved to Saki, where Usually, career goes to die in the KHL. He went there and took, like played super good with, with Saki, got big numbers, and, and he is going to be an impact player in the KHL, which is a very good league still, even if it's supported by Putin and his cronies. Um, and I think this is, this is a smart pick if you can wait. Question is, can Montreal afford to wait if Mechkov is there? They probably will. They, they probably should take him, because when he comes over, you got an entry-level deal for a guy that is going to be Panarin-like, that is going to be Kaprizov-like. They're going to come in and just take that Calder Trophy uh, as seasoned professionals into a, a, a team that is probably going to be on the up and coming at that age. Very, very interesting to think. I'm not at all disappointed. The one thing I'm disappointed with, and it's a very, very small thing, is out of these five, five players, but really three, we can't choose. Montreal will take the one that is left, in a way. Uh, when it comes to ranking Carlson and Smith, I think it comes down to world championships starting this weekend or next weekend. I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of my lunch break here, but um, they will, um, the separation between these two will show on a world championship level. I think it's also a very good evaluation this late of the season. Sam Hallam has been prepared to play Carlson at center position. It will be a good evaluation. You should all watch that tournament just for Carlson and Will Smith. Uh, being part of it, I think it will benefit 
everyone's understanding of these two players. I'm not saying that the most successful player in the World Championship will be the best player to pick. You will have to look down the line for that. And I'm not, if I was that skilled, I would be working for an, an NHL club at the moment. I'm not. And, but I will look to that tournament to get a grip and better understanding of the player I haven't watched enough. In my case, Will Smith, but for others, it will be Leo Carlson. So make sure to do that. Get as much information as you can. Make an educated decision in your mind. But whatever Montreal will get, if it's Carlson, Mitchkov, or, or um, Smith, it will be a fantastic player down the line. It might not be a Connor Bedard, but it will be something that will be a foundation piece for a good team that will continue to be good for a long time. That was Habs of Mind Extra, uh, Draft Lottery Edition. Thank you guys for listening.